With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Talk Recorded live. Uh, no, we didn't start. Today's uh, uh, the uh, 19th of February. It is uh, a little after 8 o'clock a.m. Me and uh, Sophia and Rebecca. Uh, we about to uh, start talking about uh, qualifying men again. So, um, it's President's it's, Day. Say it again. It's President's Day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Shout out. Yeah. Okay. It's President's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I just somehow hearing that just didn't really get me all that excited. If you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I'm working, so you know. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you sell a car or three, you know. But uh, uh, otherwise, I'm like, uh, yeah, President's Day. Okay, you just reminded me of, like, the last year. <sighs> <You know? laughs> Sorry. Continue. Right. You, you ain't know, you know, how you supposed to know that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I told you my brain is like a, uh, is like a uh, life... Uh, before flashing before my eyes, experience. Yeah, yeah, sort of like a lot of presidents, and then I thought of the one, and, and it kind of like, okay, got it. All right, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to continue on uh, with um, how to bring the best things to men, uh, what you bring and what they want, and co- how to combine them. So we were just getting started. It might take another day or two to uh, to go through this because. Um, I was listening to the recording of our last session on Friday, and what I realized is that a couple of things. One, you know, Rebecca, you was talking about the sex thing, right? Like, you know, intensities of sex versus, you know, lack of intensity and, like, different levels of sex. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, what I realized is you was, really, you was really talking about the five love languages. That's really what you was talking about, believe it or um, not. I said no, well, in a way, but no, I wasn't. Okay, so, no, you were not intentionally doing that, but the five love languages had a lot to do with what you were saying based on what yeah. I know about the five love languages. Yeah, but there hmm. are some people that are completely asexual. And yeah. no matter how much of the five love languages or of their love language that you satisfy, they're not going to be sexual. Yeah, because that would be sad. Not really for me. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I just came out. I couldn't control it. Yeah, they're not That's for me it. either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is me not either. the person I want to be with. No right. way, yeah. Jose. Yeah. Touch is their last love language. They couldn't care less about touch. That's what that means, really. And, uh, yeah, not for me neither. In fact, I need her to be chasing me a little bit. She, she, I need her chasing me a little bit, and... At the same time, she don't know she's chasing me, and uh, because every time she chases me, I reward her with being grateful that she's chasing me. Like, oh man, God, I was so lucky, and then she feels courageous to doing that. So I learned that 
actually uh, one of my uh, exes, uh, Tracy, uh, who uh, Sophia does know, she taught me that um, because she called me so much that uh, I was just so happy when she called, made sure she knew how thrilled I was, so she couldn't even tell how often she was calling after a while. We were just talking. Uh, smart guys know that, but not too many of them are that smart, you know, at least not in this area. They may know, you know, science or something, but not this. <laughs> so, but anyway, I said that was um, one thing. And then as I was listening to, you know, the part about, um, you know, attention, you know, what I, what I realized is that that's one of the things men don't want you to know, which is why if they're not winning, they go back to trying to find out what to win, but they won't tell you that that's why they went back to go in because they know they can't talk themselves into you liking them again unless they do something that you're, like, amazed by. So I, I know I need to find a way to communicate that in the beginning of the book. Um, so heart wrenching. I feel like I just I see like the demise of a few relationships. <laughs> like wow. Oh my gosh. We what really do you mean? Same language. No, it's like the moment that a, for me, I'll speak for myself. Then the moment I'm like, I need you to be there for me is the moment they go inside looking for another solution, and then there's just a big circle and one chasing after the other, and. Mm-hmm. Nothing and nothing accomplished, you know, and each person wants what the other wants, but it's just a different way of going about it. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. As I, every once in a while I talk to somebody who, you know, I've known for a while, and they would be like, there's no difference between the sexes. What are you talking about? I'm like, uh, I almost want to, like, just tie them up and do, like, a Vulcan mind meld and let them, like, have about three... <laughs> You know, three of the opposite sex talk to them about what they want and and, and give, put their head there together, and then and then unleash them and say, "Okay, now what do you say that again? What did you say?" You know, and then watch that happen. Right. <coughs> you know, what then, the other night I literally uh, almost released my relationship because I understood the opposite of what he was trying to say, and I was just a little bit smart enough to ask, although I almost didn't because I was so hurt. That's what was the, yeah, what is it? What, what, could you be more specific, please, my dear? Yeah, sure, sure. He is culturally and religiously much more traditional than me. Yes. And I, I understood what he was saying as I'm not ready for a relationship and I prefer to be alone. But what he was saying is I'm. I didn't think I was ready for a relationship, and I prefer to be alone. But look, I we found each other, so let's see how. Let's explore it. But he implied it. He didn't say that, and I didn't understand it. And and the three times I said I don't understand, I don't understand, I don't understand, didn't give him enough clarity because I didn't ask him a specific question because my heart my heart was crushed and I couldn't speak. <laughs> the only thing I could muster out was like I don't understand. <laughs> And then when I pulled away, I stopped, and I texted him. Well, based on that conversation, it sounds like we wouldn't, we shouldn't really spend too too much more, like too much time together. Or did I misunderstand? And he goes, "You misunderstood." And, <laughs> and then after the mm-hmm. chat, I could breathe again, and I drove home. Got this it. is like exactly what happened. Okay. Wow. 
So, yeah, my, okay, good. It's funny because my neighbors just got divorced. And they got divorced because they both wanted the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Uh. Uh-huh. Right? I'm like, they both wanted her to finish nursing school. They both wanted to buy a home. They both wanted new cars. And they both wanted children in the home full time. Now, they they all they had previous children, so they wanted their custody of the children, which would have cost money. Fine. They they wanted their home to be set up for the children. Fine. We did that. I helped with that. They wanted the home to be clean. Fine. She's not a very clean person. He's a marine. He's super clean. <laughs> But it was all surrounding their behaviors around what they wanted. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Different way of so, you know, what, that, what that really means is it wasn't so much what they wanted, it was why they wanted it. Or or how they went about getting what they wanted. Yeah, but, they, but how they, they went about all of that. <laughs> so, so, but how they behaved was based off of their, um, you know, their reason for wanting it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I just, when I, and, and, and happily ever after when I'm describing, you know, the breakdown department, you know, right. he wants to, he, you know, you're, you're having a flat tire. You're always both talking about the flat tire, but he's talking about it from, from, from success. And she's talking about it from safety and security. They both want the same thing, fix a flat tire, but because they, they want it for different reasons, they go about it from with a different attitude. Right. Um, and, and, and that's that's the, that's the issue because it's the context behind whatever they're talking about or whatever they're dealing with. That's, that's why it's a breakdown because, yeah, they're dealing with the physicality, but they're not dealing with the emotional side of it. They're not dealing with the, 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 com- the communication side of it. You know, they don't understand the gender differences uh, between them. And so, yeah, they're handling their business, but they're still not on the same page because they didn't resolve the other three problems, and then they wonder why it's so complicated. Right. And and it sounds like that's what happened. Yeah, they absolutely could not communicate at the end. No communication no. whatsoever. Right, because he wanted it for – he's a Marine on top of mm-hmm. being wanting to be successful. That just amplified his desire for success. Right. And she's over there, but you gotta understand me. This is, you know what? It's, it's, you gotta look at that video. It's not about the nail, because that's it sounds like what you're saying. It sounds like that's exactly what happened. She's got a problem with the with with. <laughs> did you ever see that video? It's not about the nail. I don't think so. Yeah, you won't see it today. You have to I'm gonna... see it. You have to see it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you when you see, it, you're gonna be like, if you don't say this is exactly it, you're gonna say this is kind of it. <laughs> you know, you know, Tony. Last night, I was talking at the family table with, and Laura was talking about something that was upsetting her. Yeah. And I was in a male, and I was in a male mode. So I okay. kept looking for the solution. I'm like, that's the solution. That's the solution. But every time I said it, it was shoving whatever she was trying to vent down further. Until I yeah. realized, oh, she just wants to vent. Then, darn it, I didn't realize it. I was like, okay, Laura, you're right. I didn't realize. Sorry. Right. Yeah, and it was like I I get into it sometimes. I even see it, but like now at least I can catch it. Like, oh wow, she doesn't want a solution. She just wants to let it out. 
Yeah. Yeah. You want to be recreated, as they say at Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I uh, I realized that I got to let women see a side of men that, 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 that men are never going to let them see, which is their need for success and why and what it looks like and how it affects them and how it affects the woman and her, her or her needs. So, so she can actually see, you know, not, I'm not trying to make it like how hard it is to be a man, but to see a side of men, they're never going to tell you. So you may as well know it up front. So you can actually interact with it. And, and that's what I got out of the last session. So I just want to bring it up and, uh, I just want to say thank you, ladies, and I'll figure it out. And when I do, I'll I'll read it to y'all, and then y'all tell me what you think. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So um, I'm going back to the six things that men want. First thing we talked, I talked about was uh, sex. The second thing was uh, attention, and uh, that was deep enough. We just did those two things. But now we're going to talk about acceptance. Wait, wait, wait. You're, um, I, I don't know. For some reason, you're either talking too fast or not enunciating because I didn't understand anything you just said. I heard success and attention. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the other four things that men want. And yeah, yeah, either they're consciously knowing that they want it or they subconsciously know that they want it, but they still want it anyhow. So the first two are sex. And attention. Oh, and now, yes, we talked about attention. Now I'm going to talk about the third thing, which is acceptance. Acceptance. Oh, I love acceptance. Yes. Good day. Say it again. The day I learned about acceptance was a good day. Totally got it. Okay. So, by acceptance... I mean, you let him be who he is, you let him make decisions, you trust his judgment, and generally speaking, you trust him as a capable partner and human being. You accept his opinions, and even if you don't agree with them all, you're willing to compromise with him when it may seem uncomfortable for you to do so, willing to let him take chances and will stick by his decisions when he makes them. That doesn't mean you grovel and surrender to him. That means you respect him. Even your disagreements are based on the fact that you accept and respect him, but on this one particular situation, you disagree. If you disagree with what he's saying and thinking, but not with who he is as a man and a human being, that's fine and even wise. When you're questioning his character, intelligence, abilities, or intentions, you're questioning him as a human being. That doesn't work. If you question the man you're with as a human being, he's failing in your mind, and you may need to consider leaving him. But it's important to know the difference between a situation and the man himself. Am I hearing, like, feedback, or y'all just... Um, intentions. When you question his intentions, you question his his being? Well, for mature men, not so much. But um, questioning anything other than um, his uh, technique or, or reason for wanting to do it, 
Um, it's almost like I don't trust you, how it communicates. Hmm. I don't. I don't accept that. I got that. I don't understand it. <laughs> so, Here, here's, one, so here's why, though. Go ahead. Sometimes I don't have the best intentions. Okay. Let's be honest about that. Sometimes we don't act with the best intentions. We're human beings. Yes. Sometimes... Your partner, your best friend, the person that you are closest to and loves you the most, should be the person that questions your intentions. Okay. That's true. Okay. And if if we're telling women that as the as the wife or the partner of her man, she cannot question his intentions without questioning his being. I think that's false. That rings false for me. Well, it's okay. for a man that is one million percent mature, and that's not necessarily the case in every scenario. I agree with that. I I 100% agree with that. But I, I, I just think that that's faulty. Okay. Hello. So... Okay, so um, questioning a man's intention and questioning his intention, like questioning his intentions in this particular scenario is different from questioning his intentions overall is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Intention with a scenario versus intention about love, is that what you said? Love the relationship, who he is as a human being, versus this particular scenario. So the what? Versus this particular scenario. Is there a way to clarify it, maybe? Um, Well, the fact that I'm bringing this up uh, right now will allow me to clarify when I go to the section and I listen to this recording, which is why are we doing this in the first dog? Right. Here I'm scratching my head. I'm like, you know. <clears throat> I mean, like everything else there, I was like, absolutely. I'm, I'm not. There is nothing else that I disagree with in that because I do think that, you know, you, you need to respect your man. The the biggest breakdown in any relationship is when, at least for me, is when I felt like I lost respect for my man, and he has felt that too. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to go back from there. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just that share is- something I saw on the road real quick? Real quick, sure. I'm starting to drop. This guy in a minivan had, across the back of his car, in bright white letters, can't keep a good man down. Wow. <laughs> like, True. so wow is wow. But the fact that he had to put that across his car is a wow to me. Because yeah. that means that a lot of men feel like we're trying to keep him down, which is the opposite of what we want. But maybe the way we come about it, it seems like that. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah. had to say that out loud. I had to share that experience, please. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got it. All right. So let me uh, read. Let me read the rest of this, and then see if um, you know, I'll answer it somewhere else because uh, I don't remember the section without reading it. You know what I mean? So. Right. Read, read um, it again from wherever you started. Okay. All right. Good. Hold on. All right. Acceptance. By acceptance, I mean you let him be who he is. You let him make the decisions. You trust his judgment, and generally speaking, you trust him as a capable partner and human being. You accept his opinions, even if you don't agree with them all. You're willing to compromise with him when it may seem uncomfortable for you to do so. Willing to let him take chances and will stick by his decisions when he makes them. Not like, uh, but the next sentence is, you, that, that doesn't mean you grovel and surrender to him. That means you respect him. Even your disagreements are based on the fact that you accept and respect him, but on this one particular situation, you disagree. If you disagree with what he's saying and thinking, but not with who he is as a man and a human being, that's fine and even wise. When you're in question in his character, his intelligence, his ability or attention, you're questioning him as a human being. That doesn't work. If you question the man you're with as a burden, I mean, excuse me, questioning him as a human being, he's failing in your mind and you may need to consider leaving him, but it's important to know the difference between a situation and the man himself. That's where I stop. I'm going to continue now. If you can't accept him, he will know it, and he will leave sooner than later. This happens when a woman needs him for safety and security but doesn't respect him fully, so he ends up feeling used and eventually leaves her to her own devices. Men are not tools. They use tools. They don't like being used any more than women do, and no woman is entitled to use a man no matter how much you feel that she is. Uh, by the way, uh, as a side note, that's specifically speaking to the women who are um, have the personality type that uh, my man Tim Haven came up with called I'm not a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not putting that in there, but that's that's kind of like what we point to get here. And the women can who are you, Cinderella. Can you, can you say that? Because I can't hear the inflection. The connection is not clear enough. Yeah, okay. Uh, the term is uh, the, per- the type of person that that last statement was pointing to. Yeah. The women that my man Tim called. I'm Cinderella, motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny. I, I like know it. when he said that, I howled laughing because I know I've known a few, quite a few. <laughs> but anyhow, getting back to this, um, complimenting him on the things he takes pride in doing and is passionate about. How smart you think he is? Uh, he is. Um, um, ooh, I messed that one up. Okay. How smart you think he is 
is a great way to let him know that you accept him and a great way to leave him with the experience of being accepted. Dumping the world in his lap is not. That's being lazy, making him obligated, or using him, however minor it may be. I can hear the disagreement already in y'all, but I'm going to keep reading anyhow. No, wait, what, what was that now? I didn't understand Okay. Complimenting him. Oh, well, I got a typo in here somewhere, so I got to see how I got clean you know, Complimenting him on the things he takes pride in doing and is passionate about, how smart you think he is, is a great way to let him know you accept him and a great way to leave him with the experience of being accepted. Dumping the world in his lap is not. What does that mean, That's, dumping the world in his lap? Well, for the, for, for the women who uh, have a tendency to make him do everything oh. is what I'm talking about. And I don't say it that way, and I'm not sure if I actually should now as I'm thinking about this, but... Dumping the world know. in his lap doesn't translate. So if you say it, you got to explain what it is. Okay. All right. All Say right, the cool. term, but explain it. Right. Okay. All right. Um, um, not going to – I didn't explain it here, so I'm going to keep going. All right. Yeah. All right. For men, success is an opportunity, a dream come true, and a total honor, something they can be proud of. It's their attempt at creating a legacy, whether they're conscious of it or not, and the creation of their reputation. Success is not seen as an obligation. That's slavery or subjugation. Man, can I stand being in the position? Another thing. Women are shoppers, which means y'all are a tough customer to make happy. When when you're looking for something that satisfies your highest taste and standards, people need to pay attention and meet those standards, especially your man. He knows this too, which is why it's so important to him that you're willing to accept him fully. He must be doing the things that make you happy, meet your standards. You admire and respect him, and you trust his intentions, even though he'll make mistakes like all other humans. How you give him this is your choice. That you give it to him is not unless you don't want to be in a relationship with him. <laughs> uh, give him what he wants but won't ever ask for, and he'll give you whatever you want that he possibly can. Leave him with the experience that in your eyes he can do no wrong, not literally but figuratively. And he will go out of his way to prove that you're right out of gratitude and honor. He'll do this because you'll be indirectly telling him that he's the man he's always wanted to be. And he will be forever grateful for you for that. And that's that. And now I'm ready for more feedback. Okay. Um, the the dumping, on, uh, dumping the world in his lap. Is not, and then you go into after that. You go into a sentence that says being lazy. Read that sentence for me. Okay. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Governing the world lap is not meaning um, not a good thing. Uh, that's being lazy, making him obligated or using him, however minor it may be. I'll read the whole paragraph because you need to hear it. Complimenting him on the things he takes pride in doing and is passionate about, how smart you think he is, is a great way to let him know you accept him and a great way to leave him with the experience of being accepted. Dumping the world in his lap is not. That's being lazy, making him obligated, or using him, however minor it may be. Inconsiderate would be better than lazy. But... Inconsiderate. Okay. In fact, I am going to change that word right now. Can you be with that, um... Um, uh, yeah, but, yes, because okay. of the main audience. Now, I I will say this, because I do have a lot of experience on this. But your relationship agreements are a big deal. Yes. Um, however, even in relationships where the relationship agreement is that such that the man knows that the woman can't take care of anything yes. and and has to do that. There are still times when the man feels taken advantage of. Um, yeah. And will still bring that up and still needs to be praised um, and and the woman still needs to do what she can to take on some of the other things that she can't. I don't know how to say this without bringing us into this, but um, Sophia, I don't know if you know how sick I am, but oh, sick how? I have autoimmune disease. Oh, sick! I'm sorry, I heard sick, my love. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty dense too, but <laughs> but no, I spend um, eighty-five, ninety percent of my time in my bed. Um, so I like literally when I'm really bad, he has to wash my hair and my body, and then put my in my nightgown and back to bed. Um, I I can't do anything. I cannot do any of the household chores. I sometimes can cook a meal, but it really depends on how I feel. Um, It's raining this week, um, like heavily, heavily raining, and barometric pressures hurt me physically. So I am miserable this week. My pain levels are huge. Um, So he knows that this week's going to be hell and that there will be absolutely no housework done. But he works 10-hour days, physically, hands in construction work. Um, And he comes home and he's like, I want a meal. I want my clothes folded. You know, all those things that he should have that I want to give to him and used to be able to. Yeah. Can I have a question, Rebecca? Before you even go on, I have a, I'm relating to what you're saying and inside of me, 
I feel like there's nothing wrong with hiring someone to do those things when we can't do them. Is that not an option? We live on $20,000 a year. God bless. Not enough. Fair enough. So, so your situation, Rebecca, is not what I was reading. No, I I agree that that is not our situation. But what I am saying is, even when we are, even when women are not intentionally being lazy, even when right. there is a reason for that, even when we're not um, being mean or we're not neglecting our man right they can still feel that yeah i agree on and that. you still have to do everything you can yeah with words with love with um every minute that you can get out of bed and spend with your man everything that you can to make yeah. that relationship what it is and and tony you know craig and i yeah. have a pretty darn good relationship yeah very good better than most actually we cultivate that every day because yeah. that's all we have. That's all we can yeah. do. Yeah. Now, it's interesting because I talk about how to get a guy, how to recognize that he's the right guy, how to see through guys, but um, you know, and I talk about how to interact with guys, but I don't really go into like how to make the relationship great. I just talk about how to make him one of the – it's really – this book is really all focusing about him you know, it's different from happily ever after. Sophia, uh, Rebecca did do it. We did it over the phone together. Um, so she understands. You both understand, you know, the work pretty much. Um, maybe not as good as me because I've created and always delivering it, but still, you know, the different areas about it, right? So, um, yeah, this book doesn't talk about how to cultivate the relationship. It talks about how to cultivate uh, your, your being together, not right. beyond that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, the scope the scope is in a different direction, but I totally get what you're saying. You're right, you're right, and um, yeah, I get it, I get it, and um, yeah, and you're right. And I don't know what to say besides uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I just, but, I mean, that little tiny sentence says a lot, but it also leads so much more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that's all I would say. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's fine. So, uh, okay, I'm going on to the next thing. You know, uh, Tony, what what um what Rebecca's talking about is something I feel like women have just did or they don't accept. And when they accept it, yes, they have a great relationship because they accept it. And when they don't accept it, it always messes stuff up because they're not willing. Because they're not what? Willing to accept that. Yeah, mm. that that their response. Uh, y'all are going out. Somebody's going out. Sophia. Sorry, sorry, that was me. Say it again. You know, maybe maybe she had a ten-hour day, but she's still responsible. You know, so um. And the other thing is, like, for me, I think, well, I will hire someone to help me. But some men don't even want that. They want their woman to do it, which is confusing to me, you know. Uh, well, not all men, I'm not saying all men, but, you know, I'm saying some men. 
This depends on the uh, on the man, I suppose. But I, don't, I don't think most men, and I'm just this is speculation because I never examined this, this conversation this way before. But I don't think most men would care one way or the other as long as it's not damaging the, the, the relationship financially. You know, like all right, fine, we can afford it. All right, fine. You know what I mean? I know, but what if you? What if the man doesn't value that, and they experience it as damaging finances when, for the woman, it's a necessity to be able to keep it all together. Like that's a necessity to have that, and they don't agree. So that's they, you can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> what if the man's okay. a super private guy and doesn't want somebody else in his house? Because I can tell that's you, too. my that's man too. would not want somebody else here. Mm. And I've had that too. Yeah. Yeah, so it depends on the guy, and I don't know if this is a social, you know, a global enough conversation, you know, the hiring versus not hiring, like how else can you handle it if she can't? I don't know how how to put that in here. That's a whole, y'all bringing up a whole new world, you know? No, no, I think what she's saying is that women in general don't accept that they they have to take responsibility for their behavior surrounding a man's psychological well-being in a relationship. I uh, totally get that, <laughs> being a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've got stories I could tell. I ain't going to do it today, but, man, I get it. But I don't know how to handle that in this situation here. Oh, I do. That's right. I forgot. Because um, uh, in a later chapter, I'll be like, okay, even if you take on all of these distinctions, that I've talked to you about before, if you do any of these 10 things, any one of these 10 things, you can kill it all. <laughs> so uh, I probably bring that up in there somewhere. But, uh, um, yeah, I do need to bring up, look, y'all can't be sabotaging a relationship after you did all the good work, okay? So cut it out. Don't do these. Uh, um, but I think, I think the whole point, even Sophia's trying to make too, is, is beyond that, is is that the relationship is two people that have equal, if not total, responsibility for the relationship yes. of their own. So each person can think a relationship on their own, but they both can think it together. So if one person, the man or the woman, wants to act a fool, relationship's over. Yeah. So, the woman has just as much psychological power as the man does, and as much damage as a man can do going out and sowing his oats. That's the that's the standard, right? Yeah. A woman can do as much psychological damage playing her mind games as he can. Right. So what it sounds like I need to put in here somewhere in the beginning is that mm-hmm. this book is about getting a man versus, uh, um, you know. Uh, keeping them, and but not really. I mean, it is about keeping them, but it's around how to keep them versus that you keep them and what you do once you get them. You know, because that's the distinction here. It's like how to keep them, not necessarily uh, what to do while you're keeping them, if if that means anything. You know, like this is still like the beginning stages of, you know, like all of these things here is like within the first three to six months of being in the relation with this guy before it's like, uh, are you, you know, do you want to get married and engaged? This is, this is pre 
ser- this is the setup for the seriousness of the relationship. That's what this whole book is okay, really about. So that, you're going to need another book then. Yeah. But it, and it's also about changing your mindset surrounding relationships is what I'm, what I'm hearing from this book is it's not about, I mean, it's about changing your mindset to prepare you to be in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. unless yeah. you completely change your mindset as a woman from all these, you know, stereotypes Disney and yeah, ex- yeah, Disney movies and stereotypes and, and all these things that you see on Facebook and, and, you know, all the stories you hear, unless you completely change your mindset and put yourself in a place that you are ready for a relationship, ain't nothing going to work anyway. Okay, got it. So this is awesome. Oh, my God. You know, like I'm trying to – because the first chapter that I wrote a long while ago that was pissing women off was the world that men live in. They get treated and looked at blah, 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 blah. When I first did this program, um, I had what was great about men, what was great about women, what was what was, uh, what, uh, was wrong about women according to men and what women saw was wrong with men. And those were like the first like three or four sections before I went into like what to do about it, you know, the top 20. I, I don't even remember if I did the top 20 differences early on, but I did talk about other stuff that, you know, made sense that's in this book and like that. But, um, yeah, you know, if I, I, I'm going to have to bring up Disney and other fantasy type stuff and it don't go that way. That's not humanity. That's a new invention. And I might even need to bring up the brothers Grimm. I just realized because I yeah. don't know if you know who they are, but, um, yep. the, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. yeah. So the brothers Grimm were two brothers who was telling stories in the early 1800s. They wrote almost 200 stories. Almost all of the Disney stories, movies, are um, nicey-nice demonstrations of of, uh, interpretations of the Brothers Grimm movies. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I I think in the beginning, I think what I need to do is talk about um, the Disney Disney story. See, Walt Disney, when he was creating these stories, he was doing it for entertainment purposes, for making people happy, but he did not know he was transforming our relationship to relationships. He didn't know he was doing that. There's no way he could know. But he damn sure did. Oh, my God. Cinderella. Right. <laughs> Aladdin. You know, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. You know, but... Like now we live in a world where we think that that's how it's supposed to go, or particularly women think that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we don't know that. We don't know. How are we talking about? We out there playing football, baseball, basketball, you know. Uh-huh. And, and my my youngest daughter, she made me watch Beauty and the Beast with her at least twenty times. Man. <laughs> okay, but I did not know at the time that that was relationship training. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to have to put that in the beginning, first chapter, or maybe even extend the uh, uh, intro. Now I'm going to put it in the first chapter. I ain't touching the intro. Y'all like this so much, I ain't touching the intro. No, intro is good. Don't touch that. Non toccare, yeah, non toccare. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I promise I ain't. All right, good. All right, so um, 
it's 852, and we only went through one of them, acceptance. I was going to go through attractiveness. Oh, well. <sighs> um, <laughs> Sorry. No, we it's talking about it. it is what it is, and, you know, it's, it's just too important to, to leave anything out. So I'm just, I'm just saying. You know. Right, and, and acceptance is a, a big deal that yes. really yeah. a lot of women don't – I mean – Let's talk about a lot of women don't get that they have to really praise their man and accept him for him. Right. Like, we don't get that. We're like, I'm not Wait, how about this song? Rebecca, Rebecca. She likes huh. me for me. Right. What song is I don't know. What is that? Um, I'll look it up. Hold on. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. Say yeah, it again. Saying, accept me, accept me, B-I-T-C-H, accept me. I gave up cursing uh. for Lent, so no cursing for me. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to do that too, but I ain't to get there yet. Maybe, uh, maybe, they'll, teach, maybe they'll teach me that. It's hey, Leonardo. Night. Oh, can you play it real quick? I'm just hearing I it. Blessed is that of the souls. Oh, Brie, yeah. Say it again. It's by Blessed Union of the Soul. How about if you just put the link in our group and I can check it out later? Yeah, I think that'll be the best thing. Yeah. Because I'm like, huh? What y'all talking about, Willis? Right. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I would like to talk about attractiveness, but I know it's going to take at least as long as, as acceptance was. So uh, uh, at 8.54, I don't know if I'm going to do that. but uh, I got kicked off. Sorry. Say again, you got dropped off? I didn't even see that. I don't know. My phone's going crazy, guys. I'm sorry. I just had got kicked off. Yeah, I was saying that, um, you know, I, I'm going to do a track during this tomorrow. It's 854. And, uh, yeah, by the time I – it's probably going to take as much time to go through this as the, as the last one. So, But, it's just, again, this is too critical to not uh, talk about. So, um, yeah, I got to find a way to, to talk about – um, how do you call it? To talk about the fantasies that we 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 grew up looking at from the movies uh, to you know reality, and and this book is about supporting you in in dealing with the reality of of qualifying a man. And again, the book is called Qualifying Men. It's not talking about how to live with a man forever or how to get him to marry you. <laughs> right. It's about how to qualify him. And then wrap them well, and then I'll give you bonus call how to wrap them around your fingers. So, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I love you guys. I'm, gonna wrap it off. I'm at work, okay? Love you too. All right. Love you too. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give this another minute or two uh, on the recording here, but. Uh, okay. Yeah. I. Um, yeah, I really don't want to come up with no. I don't really want to go any further without Sophia around. I swear she's uh, 
Yeah. He's got the ability to see the world kind of like a guy, even though she's a woman. It's amazing. And, yeah, um, yeah I love it. So, um, I don't know if it's because of her personality type. She's a boy personality type. Yeah. But, um, it might have something to do with it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, she's she's keyed into guys' ways of being and thinking in ways most women aren't, even though she's clearly not a guy, you know. And, you know, to some degree, it's kind of like myself. I have a lot more experience in dealing with both genders and being able to translate what they're saying and thinking uh, than she does, but she's got the gift and the uh, and the ability. Now it's just a matter of how much more training, information, knowledge you know, does she have around it, you know? So, but it's amazing. I don't want to do, I don't want to be without her, what he's called, man. I'm telling you. Um, um, yeah, so. Uh, and I, I, I just got to say, I really appreciate your um, rigor, you know, your exactitude, because, you know, you bring out more of that with her, and then I got to refine it, which is fine with me. Uh, I really <laughs> do like that. I caused um, you more work. Necessary. Say it again. I caused you more work, though. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. More work, that's fine. But I'd rather do the work now than have to revise it, you know, later or worse. Uh, I get like 20% of the sales I was really wanting to get, you know? Right. Right. So, you know, well, um, yeah, go ahead. What I do is that, you know, I've got... I'm settled, you know, in in a fairly long-term relationship, but I've got years of failed, (laughs) failed, awful, horrible mistakes behind me, you know, so I've been there, done that, you know, I I can look back and say, yep, that's where I messed up, you know. Yeah. Yes. But I, I also have, I struggle, you know, I struggle more with women than I do with men. Okay. Yeah, I think it's funny because y'all are, y'all are challenging like a mofo, I swear. Do what? I said, I can get it because y'all are challenging like a mofo, I'm just saying. Oh, my God, I can't stand dating women. I'm like, look, I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Just. Come over when you want and leave when you want. Just don't text me 24 hours a day. <laughs> God, damn, I don't need your shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, oh. Yeah, I don't need that. So I'm I'm real super picky about any kind of woman that I'll, I'll date. And, and it's funny because I'll run off his, his potential real quick. And he thinks it's because I'm jealous, but it's not. It's because I'm like, that one's batshit crazy. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> Pick another. <laughs> I get it. I so get it. You have no idea how much I get that. <laughs> it's, it's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, give it two weeks. Two weeks later, he's like, you're right. She was batshit crazy. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Been been there, done that. 
I t- have I ever told you about the times that I got kicked by two different women when I was breaking up with them? Oh, my God. Sitting there, I'm sitting next to them telling them that this relationship is over, and they kicked me. Oh, hell kicked no. Me physically. You hell understand? No. Another one, a third woman, she dumped me in the middle of nowhere on a Saturday night in January. And I was like literally a three hour walk. I didn't even it wasn't even clear where I was at. A three hour walk. No to, way. To to Newark Penn Station. I'm walking through the hood in January dressed. So I'm even worried that I might even get mugged or something. I swear to God. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the last one was um this woman uh, told me she was pregnant two weeks after we broke up, and so she wanted me to give her abortion money. And I'm like, oh, I got to pay to get out of this one? Okay, fine. Right. Look, I'm, I'm not sure if she really was uh, pregnant or not, but I was like, I never um, thought I would have to pay to get out of a relationship. Okay. So that's been my experience personally, you know. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Candy downstairs told Craig last night. He's like, he's like, fuck this relationship thing. I'll just get a whore from now on and pay him to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I totally I get it. I it all in Rossville, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so with him, though. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm going to end this recording. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll catch up with each other later. Yeah, I'm just going to take a picture of this and send it to you guys and then hop in the shower, I think. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a link to um, It's Not About the Nail. You're going to love it. You're going to howl. Laughing! Oh my God! So, okay, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm gonna watch it before I send it to you because I want to laugh too. Talk to you later. <laughs> okay, have a great day. <laughs> right, goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.